You are listening to Get Your Sexy Back podcast with Kim Coffin, empowerment, sex, love, and relationship coach. My goal is to bring you uncensored healing and pleasurable wellness through sacred sexuality, sex positivity, and empowerment that feels good to your body. So as a collective, we can release shame, reclaim the places we've been most disempowered, reconnect to our body, remember who we are, and step into our unapologetic power basically breaking down the walls of our conditioning and the patriarchy together. My pussy is so excited that you are here. Let's drop into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I have a super fun live today. Feel a little saucy even saying it out loud. So today's topic we're going to talk about and normalize pee. Yes, we are going to talk about pee here today because I know that so many women struggle with urinary incontinence or stress incontinence of one sort or another, and it's time to normalize it. It's time to normalize it. So welcome. If you're here, say hello. I'd love to know if this is landing, what you have to say. So as you're joining us, wherever you're joining us, whether you're watching the replay, whether you're watching the live, whether you're watching the podcast, say hello or listening to the podcast, say hello, and you're welcome to join if you're female identifying human into Get Your Sexy Back and ask questions and comment and continue. And if you're already here, hello, so good to see you. So we're going to talk about pee because it is so normal, yet it holds so much shame when women are starting to have issues with their bladders and crazy stat, but it can start like 15, 16, really young. Tell you the truth. It can start way younger than that. I remember walking home from school in public school. So grade three, grade four, whatever that may be wearing like snow pants, live in Canada here and feeling like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it. And many times didn't at a young, young age. So there's a lot that can go into this and a lot of our emotional stuff, stress, baggage, trauma, all of this can also play a factor in urinary incontinence. So I really want to speak to it today because there are so many different tips that we can do to strengthen our pelvic floor, to help our bladder, to feel better in our bodies, to release a lot of this shame that we're carrying about urinary incontinence or other conditions, other stress, other factors, other, other lifelong trauma that may be leading into creating some stress in your bladder. I was listening to um, a book earlier today too, and it was really, really interesting talking about boundary issues and having a lack of boundaries, how it's very, very connected to our bladder. So I just want to share that with you as well. As I learn more, I'll share even more and please say hello, ask any questions as we're going on here. And if you're watching the replay, say replay. So there's lots and lots we can do to strengthen our bladder and no Kegels specifically is not the answer. And I'll tell you why. If we're just doing Kegels, because, hey, we heard how we're supposed to be doing them. We heard it in a book or a radio show or whatever that may be, or a podcast. If we're just tightening our pelvic floor, trying to do Kegels in one way or another, we're not generally accessing the right muscles. And 
it's very important that we actually do a Kegel breathing properly with our diaphragm, with our pelvis in the very right position, more of a neutral pelvis. And if you're someone like myself who held a lot of tension in my pelvic floor, which showed up in my babies and my births, if you've been listening, like it showed up, we're talking 21 years, he's 22 this fall, 22 years ago, it showed up in it being too tight, my pelvic floor. My guess is from trauma, from working out, from not properly stretching those muscles that we can end up having problems in birth. I also had a really deep tear in up by my cervix, like up high in the left side in my second birth, again, because my pelvic floor was so tight. It is very, very common when we're holding emotional trauma, sexual trauma, anything from our lifetime to hold it in our more, I'm holding my hand here, like a pelvic bowl, like a pelvic floor to hold this trauma in our pelvic floor. So it ends with tightness. It ends with tension. It can end with pain, back pain, hip pain, and problems with deliveries. Okay. And if we start to strengthen this pelvic floor, just like as it is nice and tight, it's not working. It's the same example of trying to work out your bicep, but having it super tight and trying to like crank up the um, bicep curls here while you're in a flex position. You really do need to learn how to let that bicep go all the way down to a straight arm and then bring it back up. So there's a whole pile of things that I'm going to share. I've been on this journey since my first child was born, even though he was a C-section, I had urinary incontinence. We're talking 22 years here and it's varied in different degrees over the years and definitely got worse after my second child, the VBAC that I had my first VBAC. I had two VBACs. So what you want to do first, honestly, is one, you can obviously go get it checked out by a doctor as well. And if you haven't already, it's one thing that, you know, I recommend just in case there are problems, you want to check that out. However, most likely they're going to say, okay, let's book you for surgery. And I highly don't recommend that. I was yayed, like checkmarked, good for surgery, good to go back in 2007. But my body really, really didn't want it. And what was really cool is when I went to the same gynecologist, he's a urogynecologist again, about two and a half years ago, just before COVID, I said, okay, I think I'm ready. I'm frustrated with this. What do we do? This is pre-COVID, so 2019. And he was like, actually, you made the right decision. I said, pardon? He said, I do not do those surgeries anymore. And I do not recommend it. And I was like, wow, like what an amazing wow to hear from a surgeon to tell you that he does not recommend those anymore. And he didn't. So I went back to all my true and tested It takes a little bit more work. It's not a quick fix, but it is more of a long-term strengthen your pelvic floor, strengthen your body. It helps with a whole pile of other things like epic, epic sex and orgasms. And it helps with, you know, core control. There's a whole pile here. So some of the things that I really highly recommend you try way before we ever go to surgery. One, releasing emotional baggage working with a somatic coach, somatic therapist, and learning how to release that emotional baggage. The body keeps a score. So we are keeping everything stored up in our body. 
And as I started to say earlier, our more sexual areas, so our vulva, our vagina, uh, our stomach, our belly, our breasts, our throat are our more sensitive areas. And we actually hold stored up, pent up emotions that were never able to be released in those areas. So my next tip is to do de-armoring. I've been to pelvic therapy for years. We're talking like 2010, 2011, 12, 13, like all the way up. I don't go anymore because I do it myself. There's a whole other way of de-armoring by starting to work with these tissues that are tight and pressing on them really, really gently, listening to your body, learning to listen what's in there and sounding out whatever you feel. And it's an ongoing practice. It can be mixed with sacred sexuality or sacred pleasure of learning how to release these emotions that are being held in our pelvic floor, in our vagina, in our vulva, all of it. And then de-armoring is so powerful because plus we're holding like these knots, just like you're going to a massage therapist. We have these knots in our back and our muscles. And when things are tight, it creates extra, extra tension and knots. So with de-armoring, we're actually starting to release these knots and everything starts to relax. Really, really powerful. I highly recommend a regular practice of de-armoring a few times a week. My other favorite tool that I use every single day is a courageous ball. And I've used it every single day since spring of 2020. And there's a whole pile of practices to go through using courageous ball and the tune-up balls to relax your core, to relax the muscles around your pelvic bowl so that you can then strengthen them. And I held a lot of tension in there, a lot. I know this is a really, really common thing. I know what I wanted to share too. I think it's August. It's, I think it's coming up that I'm actually going to take my sacred pleasure membership through a courageous ball and through a tune-up ball practice so that you can use this on your own as a regular practice to help your pelvic floor. Because I honestly believe that every single woman should be relaxing and stretching her pelvic floor on a regular basis and strengthening it. Because even if we don't have babies, by the time we hit perimenopause and those hormones start to reduce and drop in our body, it is also really, really common for our pelvic floor to start to lose that, what is the word, that suppleness, that uh, aliveness, I want to say vitality. I really highly recommend everyone using a courageous ball and tune-up balls. And honestly, you can order them for 25 US dollars from tune-up fitness and they're amazing. They ship super, super fast. I actually have three sets. I have three sets and my kids all have their own sets because they use them too. It helps their core stretch. It helps their back stretch. So many little things. The courageous ball is pretty soft and it's about uh, eight, nine, 10 inches, maybe eight inches ish. And you keep it pretty soft and you can work through your entire core. You can work through your whole pelvic bowl sitting on it. There's a whole pile of different things that we can do with it. So I'm going to guide everybody through that actually in sacred pleasure membership coming up in August. So you want to stay tuned and get in there if you're not already in there. Other things that are so, so powerful for helping your pelvic floor, helping your bladder is reverse Kegels. So that is the opposite of a Kegel. We're taught a Kegel squeeze up. Instead, we're learning how to release down. It's really important to also sink our breath 
with our pelvic breathing. So our diaphragm, when we're sitting with a neutral pelvis, our diaphragm is actually right over our pelvis. If we're sitting properly, if we're sitting on our sit bones, and it's really important that we sit this way as much as possible because our diaphragm is meant to pull up our pelvic floor on every single exhale. So as we inhale, our diaphragm expands, our whole lungs expand open and our pelvic floor drops. And that's when you can practice the reverse Kegel. If you sit and feel it, you'll feel like your whole pelvic floor starts to come up on the exhale. I had to think about it there and do it. So on the inhale, everything drops on the exhale, everything starts to come up again. So practicing reverse Kegels where you're just focusing on the inhale and the relaxation out is so, so important for a tight pelvic floor and urinary incontinence. And as I said, you can't strengthen this pelvic floor. You can't do these Kegels on top of already a tight pelvis. So if you have hip pain, or if you're not a regular stretcher and you're not stretching your glutes and your pelvic floor and all of these muscles around, you really, really want to. What else? I'm checking here to see if there's any comments coming in. I'll try and refresh. It's really hard to see. What else? So the neutral pelvis. One way to test if you're in a neutral position is to lay down on the floor. You can lay down on the floor and you can feel your pubic bones, um, pubic bones, sorry, one single pubic bone and your hip bones. And you want to see if all three of them feel aligned. So you can make like this little triangle over them. Put your uh, hip bones on your palms and put your pubic bone on your fingertips and feel, do they feel lined up? If not, when we move into the courageous ball and the tune-up balls, strengthening these areas and giving them the relaxation that they deeply crave, even just in a five or 10 minute session, you'll notice that you go back to a neutral pelvis, which is key to being able to do proper Kegels. So that one's really, really important. And, and then sitting on those sit bones. Yeah. So I really highly recommend you order a set from tune up fitness of the courageous ball, the one single courageous ball. It can be purple or black. You'll see a couple different colors and any color of the regular tune up balls. And I have them everywhere. I have one at the trailer. I have one in my bedroom. I have one in my office. I even take it away with me. I use it every single day. Really, really important. Another tip I've found that is really, really amazing. So I've tried pessaries. Maybe you've heard of pessaries. Maybe you haven't. I don't like pessaries. They don't work for me. And that is because I also have a little bit of a prolapsed uterus after giving birth. Totally, totally normal. It's also because of our hormones going into perimenopause. As we get older, 35 and plus our bladder, our uterus, things start to prolapse. And what you can do and what I found is really, really helpful is wearing a diva cup. I find it's much better for me because my cervix. Sorry, could you say that again? <laughs> Siri came on on my watch. I find that the Diva Cup actually holds up my bladder just a little bit more, probably because it's also allowing my cervix to actually sit more in the Diva Cup that it fits better than a pessary for me. So I found for a few women, this is really, really helpful of wearing a Diva Cup. You do want to take it out every day and wash it, of course. And if you don't want to sleep with it at night, you don't have to, but it is super, super helpful. And some people will say, especially when they try Diva cups, even for their period that they don't fit, they hang out. Big tip is turn it inside out. When you turn the Diva cup inside out, it shortens it, 
which is what I needed years ago and didn't know why. And it just allows a little bit of a lift. And I noticed this totally by accident when I was having my cycle and wearing my cup that I was not having as much bladder issues and it works really, really well. So try that. And then hormones, of course, I've touched on this a little bit, but they play a very big key in keeping your pelvic floor healthy and keeping your body healthy and vitamins. Vitamin D is really, really important. Vitamin B is very, very important. And I have found it's actually Dr. Christiane Northrup's. Uh, okay. Let's see if I can say this right. It's her Puraria Morifica. Uh, you can go to amatalife.com and she offers a few different ways to balance your hormones. Very, very natural to use the Puraria Morifica. It's super hard thing to say. And it brings your hormones back into balance. You can check that out. And it can help strengthen your urethra. If you're putting the cream on, it can help strengthen your whole bladder by taking the pills also, or, and using the cream. And it can also just help all the hormones in your body. So it can help with hot flashes. It can help with night sweats. It can help with all of these different things, emotional ups and downs, whatever you're noticing of perimenopause. So highly recommend that check out her website, amatalife.com. What else would I wanted to say? think that was about it, but I really just wanted to talk about it today because it's so important to normalize that this is a normal thing. A lot of women, I think it's like higher than one in three experience some form of bladder incontinence or organ prolapse of some sort. And we can use all of these tools to strengthen our pelvic floor. Oh, I forgot one of the most important ones. The jade egg is so powerful. So once we have relaxed our pelvic floor, bringing in jade egg practices, sacred sexuality, jade egg practices is so amazing to start to strengthen our pelvic floor again, to build up that biofeedback, to feel what's going on. So uh, if you don't already know this, I actually have a jade egg program on my website. It is a six-week self-paced jade egg program that you get a different practice every week, plus a few relaxation tips and a whole pile of things in there to hold your pelvic floor and to really cultivate an epic, epic sensual and sexual relationship with your body. That is on my website. You can check that out. And I offer jade egg through a lot of practices. So if you're not already in sacred pleasure membership and you want to come in and you want to use the jade egg in those practices totally cool to do it that way. Then you'll actually get the two for one. You'll get the jade egg benefit and you'll get the courageous ball and the tune up stuff that we're doing and the body love that we're doing this month. I think it's sacred body love this month, whole pile of yummy, yummy stuff in there. And, um, sacred pleasure membership is fabulous. So I think that was about it, but I really wanted to normalize that this P issue is normal and not that it needs to stay normal, but it's very normal. And I want to really erase the shame around bladder incontinence and organ prolapse and not feeling as sexy as you used to, because it is really, really possible to get your full sexy back in all areas, including your bladder. That is it. I will drop the links as well for jade egg. And I'll, what else did I talk about? Jade egg, sacred pleasure membership and amatalife.com. Check that out too. Okay. Have a fabulous, fabulous day, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you got a juicy nugget or two, scroll down on whatever app you're listening to and leave a five-star rating and review. I invite you to follow me, join the conversation, the weekly lives, and a lot of other amazing free content in my private Facebook group, Get Your Sexy Back. You can also friend me personally on Facebook, Kim Coffin, and follow me on Instagram at Get Your Sexy Back Coach. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, don't be shy. Reach out. I'd love to connect with you. 